I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast. It's Monday the 20th of March and I'm Simon Calder. Well, if you have been looking at the news affecting travel... Over the weekend, you will know that there's a lot of industrial action around. So I'm bringing you a kind of strike special, but my message is don't panic. Let me begin with the strike that was announced late on Friday by the Unite Union. This is all about security officers at Heathrow, specifically Heathrow Terminal 5. No other terminal is affected. They plan to walk out from the 31st of March to the 9th of April in a move clearly aimed at the big getaway for Easter holidays. Now, the airport says we have contingency plans in place and at the moment there should be no effect on services. There are a lot of people have been in touch saying, help, I'm flying out of Heathrow, but Unless you are flying from Terminal 5, which means that you will be on board British Airways and actually not all BA flights are affected. Last time I flew on BA, I was going from Terminal 3. And if you're going from any other airport, any other terminal at Heathrow, you will not be affected. I can imagine that over the weekend there have been some quite robust discussions between the employers of the security staff and British Airways about what is going to happen because any strike is going to have a deterrent effect on bookings in aviation that always happens and I think there is a very good chance that this strike will be called off um, my understanding is that there was a vote for 11 different cohorts of staff at Heathrow and only two of them working at Terminal 5 voted to strike so I think support is not as strong as it might be for the strike and so therefore probably the airport um, and the security company do not need to go too far. Had I got a flight booked from Heathrow Terminal 5 on those dates, 31st of March to the 9th of April, I would not be too worried about it. What I am concerned about is the strike announced by the members of the PCS union, more than a thousand of them working for passport offices um, in England, Wales and Scotland. They will be going on strike for um, about uh, five working weeks from the 3rd of April to the 5th of May. And they say that they will have this will have a serious effect on a significant impact was exactly their phrase on the delivery of passports as summer approaches. Well, they want more pay, quite evidently, and what the, uh, right across the civil service, and it appears that the union leadership has realised that, well, if you affect travellers, that catches the headlines and hopefully the attention of the government in settling the pay dispute. But 
I'm not sure if this was in, an intended consequence of the strike call, but the effect has been to have a start a passport run effectively. People are carrying out panic renewals. I've been talking to Michael Hodge, who runs a public service, private, not official Twitter feed, at UK Passport Check, and it basically it's a bot that looks at appointments becoming available for interviews at passport offices if you need a passport in a hurry and he says that the news of the strike has caused a surge in bookings there's very few remaining appointments and he says like last year people will be scrambling for appointments being added each day and I remember people were waking up in the middle of the night um, setting the alarm just to see if any new appointments had popped up so they could get their passport. What's spurring this, I think, is uncertainty or misinformation about passport expiry dates. And I've gone on about this many, many times. Um, and the rules for Europe, um, that's the European Union and the wider Schengen area, are clear your passport must have been issued less than 10 years ago on the day you plan to enter the, the Schengen area and it must have at least three months remaining on the day you plan to return. Anybody who tells you oh yeah those two conditions are interdependent so it can't have more than nine years nine months is fibbing okay and the other thing people say is oh yeah if you're going to America uh, you're going to need six months remaining on your passport. No, you're not. You're going to need no time at all. You can travel to America up to and including the date of issue on your passport. I am absolutely understanding about why people would apply, from their point of view, an abundance of caution and start the uh, passport application process now but it is just gumming up the works for everybody else and so I'm going to spend the next few days I think um, just going around checking which companies and I'm afraid it is companies as well as media are telling people to apply for passports earlier than they need to because that's what's really causing uh, the mess up uh, we shall see what the effect is on passport issuing I I estimate that, um, well, if you look at last year's figures, one million people would be putting in an application. So we'll see what happens with that. I've asked the Home Office, OK, more than a thousand people sounds a lot. They will, of course, be missed. But what's that a proportion of? How many staff altogether have you got in those jobs at those passport offices? I'm still waiting to hear. If I find out, I will let you know. Meanwhile, I hope the rest of your day goes well and that your week indeed goes well. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.